0: Cruise Radio is brought to you in part by TripInsurance.com. Travel insurance done right by the people who know travel insurance. Get a quote today at TripInsurance.com. Broadcasting from the TripInsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida, this is Cruise Radio. We always like to get your cruise reviews. If you have one you'd like to share, shoot an email, Doug, at CruiseRadio.net. Jessica just returned back from a seven-night sailing out of Tampa aboard Norwegian Star, and she joins us this evening. Hello, Jessica. Hello. Before we get to the ship itself, let's take a step back and give us your pre-cruise thoughts. What made you want to sail Norwegian Star?
1: This was our first Norwegian cruise, and honestly, the main reason I booked it is because um my two kids got to sail for free. My mm-hmm. husband had extreme reservations about paying a lot of money for them because they're young, mm-hmm. so because they were free, we went
0: <laughs> very nice. Now, you live down there in the Tampa area, so getting to the port was pretty easy, right? Yes, no issues getting in the port. My mom dropped us off okay, very how was that um the drop off pickup process uh for in the Tampa area?
1: I feel like they do a really good job. Um, We've been out of Tampa two or three times now, and we've never had issues. I think the port enlists the local sheriff's office to help direct traffic, so it's very much like an airport setup where you can't loiter very long, so Mm -hmm. they get people in and out pretty
0: quick. Cool. Now, once you got dropped off and you checked your bag, uh, how was embarkation for you?
1: Embarkation wasn't bad. That being said, I do think it was a little uh, more antiquated than some of the other lines we've been on. For example, when I did my pre-online check-in through Norwegian.com, I couldn't go ahead and assign a credit card. I had to do that at the counter. And then we also did not get emailed the health form. So we had to, you know, kind of huddle around the little tables with golf pencils that they had to fill those out versus... Other lines, I've gotten those emailed, and I can fill them out and have them ready to go before I even get there.
0: Yeah, it makes a big difference for embarkation. Uh, How long would you say it took you from the curb to the ship?
1: Probably about 20, 25 minutes. Okay. It wasn't too bad.
0: Not bad. This was your first time sailing Norwegian, so what was your first impressions of Norwegian Star once you boarded?
1: Well, I, I had already read up on the ship a little bit, so I knew it had been recently refurbished. Given that we take out of Tampa, really only the smaller ships can get in there because of the Skyway Bridge that we have. Mm-hmm. So um, having just sailed on the Carnival ship that takes out of there a few months back, I was really surprised with how open and large the ship felt. When I, you know, Obviously, in my head, I'm doing a lot of comparisons between Carnival, but everything was really nice. The ship felt larger than it was. So first impressions were really good for me.
0: Cool. So you make your way to the stateroom. Uh, what kind of stateroom did you have and what did you think of it?
1: They called it a mini suite, which Mm -hmm. was interesting because this ship goes straight from Ocean View to mini suite. So it was a standard balcony room in my opinion. Mm -hmm. But um, that being said, this is one of the nicer staterooms that we've ever had. The bathroom was very large. Um, There was a a tub, a full-size tub, which was nice because I was traveling with two kids. And we had like a curtain between the sitting area and the bed area, which was nice, again, because I had the kids sleeping on one side of it. Mm -hmm. And then um, safety-wise, the door was kind of hard to open, not for an adult, but for kids. So that was good. (laughs) Uh,
0: How would you say, since you were traveling with a family of four, how was the space in the cabin for the family of four as far as plenty of room for luggage and all of that?
1: yeah, we had no issues. I was actually I, I kept commenting over and over to my husband I'm like, oh my gosh, they stuck a little hole there, a little hole here. <laughs> you had your standard like um, wardrobe closet, and then on top of that, they had like open shelving. so you had even more. And then we had um, over on the other side, there was like a mini fridge table bar safe area. The safe wasn't in the closet like it is on most ships. So they kind of had stuff spread all over. and it sounds really funny to say this, but when you walk in your stateroom, it has like a hallway set up with the bathrooms here, you know, right or left, depending on which state room you're in. And mm-hmm. then all the space in the back, they have this little table right next to the door. I, I called it like the little foyer to our <laughs> state room because you could put like any um, room service plates or anything you were going to need the room store to pick up or take away or garbage or anything. You could leave it all in one place, which was kind of nice.
0: That's <laughs> what makes it the mini suite, I guess. Right. <laughs>
1: Perhaps yes, the foyer.
0: Yeah, let, let me ask you this because I don't have any kids, but you, since you were traveling with two kids, as far as the balcony goes, what are your thoughts on the the balcony railings? Are they are they high enough for kids? I always wonder that.
1: Yeah, yeah, they're totally high enough. And on the star, it was nice, and I think most cruise ships is this way. But the um, the railing is made of glass. So the kids can still see out without having to, you know, climb up. My son, he's four. He would push a chair over so he could stand up, but that really wasn't a safety issue, too. Some, one of us was always outside with him if he was doing that. And even then, he could barely, like, lean over. So I, I think the railing is plenty high. That being said, with the balconies, and I don't know if this is all cruise ships, but I know they designed them so that you can connect them if you're renting multiple staterooms. Mm-hmm. and. and If we had left our little one out there, there was a hole he could have ducked through onto other people's balconies. So not a huge deal because he wasn't ever out there by himself, but it was something I noticed. Yeah,
0: interesting. Uh, Let's talk about dining aboard Norwegian Star. Of course, Norwegian (laughs) Cruise Line, revolutionizing freestyle cruising, dine where you want, when you want. No real main Mm -hmm. dining rooms on the ship. So uh, what are your impressions of, uh, first off, freestyle dining?
1: Actually, a huge fan simply because I don't like to wait when I want to eat on a cruise. Mm -hmm. So even though it was freestyle dining, whenever we were going to be in one of the main dining areas, we still made a reservation so we could just walk in and sit down. I think one, maybe two nights, we didn't do that because we weren't 100% sure what time we were going to be there. And one night we had to wait, and one night we didn't. And neither was, you know, the wait wasn't that bad. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So I mean, I, I get it. People are on vacation; they want to go with the flow. But I kind of like the idea of an organized dining time but i also like it because of the aspect of when you're not traveling with small kids like we are you you know you get seated with certain people you build relationships over the course of the cruise i i like that aspect of cruising yeah kind of takes that away yeah
0: call me old-fashioned i I like the more traditional setting too where you have the same servers every night as well
1: (laughs) yes exactly um
0: what what dining venues did you eat at on board
1: I want to say five out of seven nights we ate in Aqua, which is one of their main dining rooms. Mm -hmm. And it was interesting because they had two dining rooms that I noticed. And I want to say Aqua was kind of like the smaller one. It almost seemed like they had the super traditional cruise restaurant, like the two-story where they're going to sing – Maybe they did sing and dance. I don't know. They did not in ours. And I want to say when you had formal night, it would have been the other one. It's called Versailles. Mm -hmm. And then I think Aqua was just like you can get the dining room food without having the dining room full-on cruise experience is what it felt like to me.
0: And and how was the food in there? (laughs)
1: Uh, We were not huge fans. We did not have a very good dining experience in general on the cruise. We had some issues with things either being over-seasoned or under-seasoned or just – the pairings were weird. For example, my husband got steak or prime rib on more than one night, and the side was fries, oh, gotcha. which just seemed odd. <laughs> I'm like, why do you keep getting fries with your steak? So um, we did notice that someone at the table next to us got mashed potatoes and broccoli, but I, I guess they had specifically requested it versus that being you know, just what you get. No issues with temperature cooking or anything, but we had some seasoning problems.
0: What were your thoughts of the buffet area?
1: I thought the buffet was fine. It was a little bit difficult to navigate. And um, I had, we had a few issues with um, the kids pool area is on the back and the main pool area is in front of the dining and you're not allowed to cut through without shoes and stuff. And, you know, they'll chase you out of there. So that was a little bit of a pain in terms of going back and forth on the ship. The food itself, it was fine. I didn't have a whole lot of issues with it. That being said, it was very repetitive what was in the dining area. I don't know if they do that just for consistent like breakfast. Every morning was basically the same thing, Mm -hmm. same kind of with lunch. Nightly, for dinner, they would feature a a different thing every night and then I guess just have some of the same staple options like pasta and pizza. So a little bit of issues with variety, and then the desserts were just not very good. Same old
0: stuff, yeah. I got (laughs) you. In the buffet. All right. Well, uh, switching gears here, uh, hopefully the entertainment was a little better than the food for you.
1: We went to one magic show, and the magic show was more tuned towards adults, so there weren't, like, big flamboyant tricks and stuff. So we didn't even get to stay for all of that because my 4-year-old was
0: bored. <laughs> <laughs> did you uh, did your kids do the kids' program at all?
1: Yes, we are huge fans of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the kids' program is awesome on Norwegian. They're the only cruise line I've discovered, I think, that if your kid is not 100% potty trained, they can still go.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So that was a huge perk for me.
0: Cool. What did you like most about it besides the potty train thing? Uh, was it, like, were your kids, did, did both your kids go or just one?
1: Just one. Um, Norwegian does not do anything for kids under three years of age, I want to say. They have a playroom for kids under that age, so I took my baby there, you know, every day for a few minutes so he could crawl around and play with the toys, but they don't even offer, like, onboard private babysitting or anything, so if your kid is under three, they're going to be with you the entire cruise.
0: Yeah. That definitely um, that varies ship to ship, but uh, yeah, you're right. Yes, that.
1: It does. Everybody has a different program. That being said, I thought the the kids club did a great job. They had a different theme every day, like a different party. So one night my son came back to the room. His face was all face, painted up like a pirate. Another night was like superhero night and they were open until 1030 every mm-hmm. night for free, which was pretty cool. We didn't, we never left in that long, but I thought that was neat. And then if you wanted more babysitting after that. You could leave them until like 1.30 in the morning, I think, for a few bucks an hour.
0: Cool. Nice. One thing that really defines a cruise ship is how it behaves during sea days, both inside and outside of the ship as far as passenger flow and all of that. Uh, how was your sea days?
1: We had a really good time on our sea days. We did a lot of stuff by the pool. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Stars did an excellent job with deck chairs. I was really impressed with how they laid them out. They had almost like this tiered stadium style so several mini decks i guess you could say like five of them of deck chairs versus them being all in a circle around the pool so that you could actually walk around the pool no problem and then the deck chairs were off in their own area so that was really nice the only thing i noticed that i thought was kind of weird is they had two water slides in the main pool but they would only ever open one at a time so there was always a line i thought that was a little odd because they didn't like meet down at the bottom where they would crash or anything like that Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, CJs were great. We we never had issues like getting around or getting drinks or anything like that. Even though, you know, there's a lot of people didn't necessarily feel like there was a lot of people.
0: Cool. Yeah, I was going to ask you, so there was no like areas of mass congestion where like any huge bottlenecks happened?
1: Not really that I observed. I mean, in the morning for breakfast in the buffet area, you would sometimes have a little bit of an issue finding a table or something. But I would say that was about the extent of it.
0: Cool. Very nice. Well, let's uh, talk about the ports you hit. What ports did you do on this seven-night sailing?
1: So we went to four different ports. We did um, Belize City, we did Roton Honduras, Costa Maya, Mexico, and Cozumel, Mexico. Mm -hmm. But um, we only got off the ship in Honduras and Cozumel.
0: Yeah. I wouldn't go off the ship in Belize City if you paid me. <laughs> 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 Not no, so I just don't, I don't, really, I don't care for the port, nothing against it. But there's like a two mile tender you have to take off the ship, and it's a lot of sitting around yes, and waiting it's for really me. Long. Yeah, it, it really is. Nice. Would any excursions or activities in the port stick out to you?
1: I, I mean, I don't know in comparison to other ships. I personally thought when I was looking at the shore excursion offerings through the ship, that they were very pricey. It seems like the minimum cost for anything, even just like going to the beach, was sixty bucks.
0: Wow.
1: Um, when we were in Honduras, we just grabbed a cab and went over to uh, West End. I want to say it was.
0: That's a great and beach. We,
1: there was some, there was some resort out there where you pay ten bucks and you can use their showers and bathrooms and chairs and stuff. So we went out there for the day, and I think it was thirty bucks round trip for the cab, and we got like a sightseeing tour around the island a little bit. So that was, I think, I think we paid like 50, 60 bucks for our family of four, including food to go do something fun for the day in Hunters And the beach was beautiful. My son loved it. We had a great time.
0: Does, um, I know there was only a couple of piers over there where uh, Norwegian docks or anchors. Did you have to tender or was it, did you pull right to the pier? I think it's we what, were right at the pier. Yeah. In a Roton Very nice. All right. Well, uh, in closing here, do you have any first time tips for people who are a sailing Norwegian star or it could be for the Western Caribbean in general, either or.
1: I would definitely recommend going ashore in the Western Caribbean if you've never been. Belize, as much of a pain in the butt as it is to get to shore, we've done some awesome excursions there in the past with mm-hmm. caving and um, zip lining and things like that. They, those are offered in all, pretty much all the ports down there, though. And then definitely like the Mayan ruins in Mexico and whatnot. There's a lot of history and stuff down there, so if you're not necessarily traveling with children, I would definitely recommend um, hopping off the ship and doing some of that stuff.
0: Yeah, I did uh, cave tubing in Belize City. And that was pretty cool a few years ago. Uh, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Also, a also, uh, side note here if you're looking for cheaper excursions, you could also go through like cruisingexcursions.com. They're uh, a lot cheaper, too, than the cruise line rates. Um, so, uh, last thing here, Jessica final thoughts of Norwegian Star?
1: Um, I would give it a solid three and a half out of five. Mm-hmm. We may definitely use them again in the future. It just depends, you know, if we can grab some different itineraries or not. And cruising with the kids wasn't bad, stateroom was good. So, we definitely use them again
0: cool we've been talking with jessica she just returned from a seven night sailing out of tampa aboard norwegian star jessica thanks for being on the show my dear thank you very much a big question we get at cruise radio is how do i know if i need trip insurance